reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. We got the first big tights for Steelers. It's deal time. Tides are three and four in the year. Steelers are four and three on the year. Pittsburgh is minus two and a half on the spread. The total set at 36 and a half. And you have a situation where the Steelers don't know who they're going to have a quarterback exactly this It's Kenny Pickett at this point. You got the Titans coming in there with Will Levis. Um, there's no reason to put Dana Hill back in there, in my no. opinion. Let the kid run the show. Uh, you guys didn't make any big moves at the trade deadline. You must like who you got. Uh, I like the Titans in that one. Uh, I don't like the spread. You know, either way it goes. I don't like the total. It's really low. They think the Steelers defense is going to eat. The Steelers defense has like two good players to be just downright honest. TJ Watt and some other guy. You know, that's that. I look at the Steelers defense. With the Titans, they were a, a formidable defense at one point, and they're not anymore. Even Atlanta was broken up. And with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I can't get down with that. But what I can get down with is the Titans to win that game because they need a road win. They haven't won on the road. This is a short distance for them to go. You're going from Tennessee to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Forget it. They're gonna they're gonna go in there and beat that Steelers team. Somehow it's four and three. But they they really play like they're you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Four five. That's what they really should. They got the benefit of the doubt on a lot of games. That's what I'll say about the Steelers. They were getting the benefit of the doubt on some because the way they looked when they played the 49ers is the way they look again. So that doesn't seem to be an outlier. That seems to be a, a fact that they're not mm-hmm. that good. Week 9 of the NFL, though. So I'm going to stick with the tight on that one. It's a tough pick. That's a tough pick because the Steelers' defense themselves cannot maintain a game if they, if they stand up and play football. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really felt like they're doing that in the last two weeks. No. Who do you like in that one? Uh, Thursday night, like, you're in Steel Town and everything, but I, like, I 100% agree with you. I, I'm hoping the Titans come out with a win. Um, Derek Henry, like, needs to show up, finally. Like, he... <laughs> hasn't done much at all this season um like like you're going into week nine and less than half of your games are over 100 yards rushing like no like you're well yeah you get paid so much money and everything and like underperforming like come on like big time so oh 100 100 that's the line that offensive line is not that no but it's, it's like, 
Thursday night football, you're in Steeltown, and I like, as you said, Tennessee needs a road win, and road win. They got I think, yeah, hundred percent. Like I think, I think the Titans will show up this week, hundred percent. Um, I think the Steelers are a defeated team walking around right now. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they got TJ Watt looks like oh, when they're showing him on the big screen, he just looks completely dumbfounded. Is the best way to describe that situation. Mm-hmm. So bad for the guy. Guy's a, one of the greatest players of our generation, of our yeah. time. And he's getting a raw deal in Pittsburgh. Oh. But the Steelers have, like, you know, and I like I like what you said, but I, I think the Steelers have a couple good players, like uh, Pickens, a wide receiver. I think he's yeah. a beast. But the quarterback pick it. And I don't mean to rip on him too hard because it got hurt in that game, but it just had, it, up to that point, still wasn't looking great. They were hyping them up, and I, I just I didn't see it. I didn't believe it. Now, after the first couple games this year, he just looked like a guy that just doesn't really have it. No, 100%. Well, also, like, for example, their offense is rated to, like, 32nd in the NFL. So, it's... Bad. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> like, it's... Bad. Their, like, their whole stats and everything, like, 32nd in offense, 23rd in defense... 28th in passing and 30th in rushing like it's a great time for the titans to come in there and just pick up a great win oh 100 percent. they won't they like, need to win in the afc south right now they need to win yeah mm-hmm. like it won't be like a walk in the park but i think i think thursday like for a thursday night game i think it'll be a good matchup 100 percent. i just like the titans to win just that the titans to win I mean, mm-hmm. don't even worry about it. just if they're the underdog and the Steelers are the favorite playing like that, just mm-hmm. bend the things and forget it. All in or nothing. That's what I would say. Yeah, I'd say that that's the way to go on that game. All in or nothing. Mm-hmm. No hundred <laughs> percent. Um now I'm like I'm super excited for Sunday's game. Sunday's lineup is a good lineup. Um, All those games are kind of like on the fence, aren't they? Like really close. What do you think about the Dolphins and Chiefs? 8.30 game. Both teams are on the road. Um, yeah, you know, both teams on the road because it's in Germany. Yes. <laughs> in Germany. The land of... <laughs> The land of German chocolate cake and Smith. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, pretty much. It's, I think it's like, you know, with the international series, like it gets the NFL definitely out there. Like London, a lot of people love that. Going over to Germany, like it's a, it's a good play. Um, the, <laughs> cool the NFL, it's an early game though. It is, yeah. It's really early. I feel really bad for the people on like, the like the east coast or sorry west coast sorry like that's a 6 30 start like it's that's it yeah get your popcorn and beer ready because it's gonna be a long day yeah rough <laughs> yeah <laughs> into work on Sunday. 100 um for me it i'm telling you right now that that chiefs team should not be favored with the way they played at denver uh, their favorite to win this game, they're minus two and a half on the screen. Yeah. 
So the early line is weird for the Chiefs right now. Total's at 50 and a half. So that would tell you that the game's going to be a little bit of a high-scoring game. I think there's going to be some good offensive output when you see a total at 50 and a half. Uh, for the cool. Yeah. Definitely. So, when you see the Dolphins are a 6-2 team, the Chiefs are a 6-2 team. They both want this game. Patrick Mahomes... Just remember they were talking about he has the illness and he made yeah. it so good and he's in Denver and it's very cold and he's playing. Well, they're going to Germany where, I mean, is it not going to be cold here? So, is well, this where he gets on the plane and he already was not feeling good? And now you have uh, a quarterback that's going way on the road uh, to play in Germany against a Dolphins team that is flying around. And the Broncos were flying around against the Chiefs defense. So I just feel like the wrong team is favorited here. And there's some huge buyback value with the Dolphins right now. Mm-hmm. If you're getting points on the Dolphins, I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, yes, the Chiefs defense that couldn't stop the Broncos. Now they're going on the road again. But I do think they'll play well. I, I do. I still think the Chiefs will come. They'll bring it. They're going to put yeah. on a good show. This is a showcase of what the NFL can do. Wow. ESPN has the Chiefs favored to win this 50.8%. They give the Dolphins a 48.8%. So it's neck and neck. No one's got a huge advantage here. Um, you want to talk about both quarterbacks. Tua Tagovailoa with 193 completions on 274 pass attempts over 2,000 yards passing um, but so is Patrick Mahomes and this, the um, the stat sheets read very similar right uh, 18 down to 7 interception ratio for Tua and a 15 down to 8 interception ratio at most. it's really uh, going to be an offensive show this is a game I, I I want the over on. I think the total goes over that. We bring in. I think the Chiefs play much better. Than but I don't think they win. I think the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins uh, have shown that they're not a, a really a great road team. But I feel like this week, this is their time. This is their chance. It seems like when they play teams in the NFC on the road, crumble. They crumble. But when it's the AFC, they're pretty good. They hold up. The Bills were the exception. I think it's a I think it's a misnomer based on how the Bills are playing now. Yep. And I think the way the Dolphins are playing is just going to catch up to this Chiefs defense that's been traveling a lot right now. And has been worked pretty hard um, in that last game. What do you like in that one? Well, regarding about like they're in Germany, and I, it's like I thought weather was going to be a factor. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. like fifty-five, rainy on Sunday. So, but the thing is, they're playing in a retractable roof. So. Yeah, like the they won't play in the rain, obviously. They won't play in a rainy game. No, 
Well, exactly. Like, so, like, weather's not going to be a factor. Um, you are correct. Like, Patrick Mahomes, sick. Didn't really help going a mile high, playing in the snow, and um, just, be, like, being very defeated. Um, I... Well, you know me. I like I have mad respect for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, oh yeah. Mad, mad respect for them. They've been able to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and like someone mentioned me, like I was talking to someone today, and they're like, "Do you consider Kansas City a dynasty?" And I was like, "You know what?" And my guy Julian Edelman said the exact same thing. He's like, "You know what? You're a dynasty when you get three and i like i see where you're saying about miami mike mcdaniels great coach um has something to prove around completely turn that team around oh 100 the lot like the dolphins were a complete laughing stock um they were my, like yeah well like my with a couple things going right you know yeah and like then Mike McDonald's comes in, young buck of a coach, and he's like, "Let's let's get this bitch. Like, let's do this." And yeah. um, he's like, he's turned it around now. Everyone's like, "Shit, the Dolphins are like super good." Um, little, they nervous. are. Yeah, that one. little, that one. little, <laughs> a little nervous with like everything that happened last season with Tua, like Tango Viola, um, with concussion protocol and him like being recommended to like slow it down and everything but he's done remarkably like super well this year Hundred like 100 percent. he's really picked it up yeah like he's coming to his own which is like super awesome um but i <laughs> i i gotta go with my chiefs i like i like like patrick mahomes is really good in that pocket and like you got a really good O-line. Yeah. Nope. And like we all know Travis Kelsey got consoled by by Taylor Swift, so he's good. <laughs> he got he's consoled. Good. I do think he'll have a big game. I yeah. Explode for some big numbers. You know, he's gonna have one of his better games of the year against me. Good. I need that for my fantasy. Are you like Hey, I, I you're gonna get it. Uh, I don't okay. believe you'll get it, but for the Dolphins, I'm, I'm sticking with my pick. I'm going to stick with the Dolphins, okay. but I would say gambling purposes, I would say just the total is right there for the taking. Over 50 and a half points, that means they just need 51. They score 51 or more, you're in the money. So, yep. yeah, I, I like that. I think both teams are going to run up check here in Frankfurt. Um, A little bit reminiscent of uh, Jaguar Bills, but maybe this one's a little bit closer. I don't think the Dolphins by any means are going to come here and blow the Chiefs out. I just don't think are going to keep up. I don't think they'll keep up at the end. I think they're. I don't think they're built for a shootout. I think the Dolphins are. We'll see how the game flow goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And travels. Who really wants it? And uh, no, I think it's a tough game. That's going to be one people are. You know, whoever wins that in their league, they're picking, uh, betting, whoever yeah. wins is going to remember that game because I'm telling you, that's an early bird special, 8.30. Definitely. 8.30, Germany, get your cake ready. Everything's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the cakes ready. <laughs> German Perfect. soccer cake and beer. <laughs> 
Vikings versus Falcons. Vikings are four and four. Falcons are four. This is a game that's very important for both teams. Weird situation at quarterback for the Falcons. I do believe they stick with Desmond Ritter. Uh, even though they liked what they got with Taylor Heineken. Yeah. The reason, and that's just what I believe. I mean, there's no reason to cheat. Move away from Desmond Ritter, right? He's got to play better or he'll go to the bed. But right now, he went in a concussion protocol against the Titans. Once you go in a concussion protocol, you can't come back on the field for the rest of the game. Even if you clear it. Even if it was, even if it was just, you know, you just got your bell rung. Doesn't matter if that's enough for you to stay out the rest of this game. So he'll be back uh, this week. They have B. John Robinson. And you look at the Vikings defense, and you can run all over that Vikings defense. The trouble is when I feel like when teams start to, to take their secondary lightly, they actually have a pretty good secondary. Harrison Smith back there. How about Harrison Smith making plays? No one gives this guy any up. Look, I'll tell you right now. I don't like the Vikings personally. But they have a good secondary. They're going to make this game against Atlanta a very tough game. Atlanta's not going to blow them out. Atlanta could come in here and look better than they have all year long. But... The Vikings don't have the firepower. So if Justin Jefferson, we're still seeing is on IR, they're hoping to get him back soon. But now you don't have Kirk Cousins. You sign a quarterback, Joshua Dobbs from Arizona, who is a good quarterback, but comes to a team that has the same problems Arizona has. So he leaves one disaster for another disaster. He's not even going to be your starting quarterback. Hey, buddy, we just signed you. Meet us in Atlanta. You might be playing. What is that? So, the Vikings have a scrub quarterback. Face it. It's because the scrub's going in there. And the Falcons are going to... The Falcons' defense is going to beat up on them because they got embarrassed last week. And this is a pissed-off group at home where they, they play their little music, they get them all fired up, waving a little towel, running a little thing on the field. Then the Falcons will pull this game out. Uh, they won't cover the spread. Vikings will keep this close. Total is 37 and a half, meaning that they believe, the books believe this is a low score game. It's not even 40 points. Uh, I think the Falcons probably muster up 20 points. And I think the Vikings score like 13 points, literally a touchdown, a couple field goals, game over, Falcons. Now that's how I see it. What do you feel in this game? Where do you see, what is your angle on this game right here with the Falcons and the Vikings? Yeah, like, you know what, with the Falcons, um, it's, as much as, like, I, like, I feel like Addison from the Vikings is having like such a breakout season right like he's having such an awesome season um and like he just had he will have that. a few big plays too i can yeah. i can foresee a few big plays even with the scrub quarterback Dobbs not a scrub but the scrub quarterback they're gonna have yet it's just not there to be had no i go ahead no you're yeah like it's He's coming, like, and, like, you're right. Like, me and Atlanta, here's the playbook. Learn it in 
like seven days. Good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it like, leaves at home. This is yeah, it lands at home. Like all the close games at home. Yeah, and it's ugh, like I. I don't want to see it because, like, I have Addison on my fantasy. I and I, I'm in a league with all guys, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna okay. eighty-two yards. It may be <laughs> Yeah, no, hundred percent. I could see that being the game for him. Yeah, it's you know, one of the Falcons' quarterbacks. But the Falcons, yeah, the, but the Falcons' defense is like tenth. So, like... They're a good group. They are. Up yep. front, they get pressure. Now, that's a key to a good defense. If a defense up front goes and gets some pressure on the quarterback, it becomes a very good defense later in the year when it gets cold. The offenses in the NFL tend to slow down. Defenses yep. tend to get an advantage when the game So, this is good for the Falcons. Guess what? They play in a freaking, like you said, retractable roof. Doesn't yep. really matter. Oh, they're not dealing with the cold. The Vikings, same thing. They used to be a cold team. Now they put the roof on. So these are two teams kind of playing in their element. And I feel like, yes, Addison having that breakout season is great. Even without Justin Jefferson, for him to still be doing that is really good. Shows that he's a good player. That's what people have to understand. Good players go and get theirs. They don't make excuses. They don't look for a trade. They go and get it. Go get it. They go yeah. and get it. And he went and got it, and he's still getting it. And I would keep him on fantasy all year because he's going to be good, and they're going to get Kirk Cousins back. Yeah. But right now, this week, I like the Falcons. They're going to scrape by. They're going to kick a field goal. They got the best kicker in the NFL. I'll tell you right now. Best kicker in the NFL is on the Falcons. Yeah. And he's clutch. Clutch time kicker. He's going to go out there, clutch it up. Knock it through, they win. Desmond Ritter, you know, I can't say he's going to come out there and look good because the Vikings no. secondary is not going to let him look good. But the way they're built, they're going to run a lot. They're going to run a lot. And they're going to open up that little crossing route with Drake London. They're going to open up that little crossing route on the other side with Kyle Pitts. And they're going to push this Vikings defense around late in the game and have enough. They'll have enough. And uh, at least the Falcons win by six points at the very least. I now if they if it's a field goal win like like it could be that's just it, typical Falcons Vikings type. <laughs> You never know. Maybe that might be the game. Falcons were, yeah. They put a, they might have put a good effort out there. I just want good football. That's what I want. I want good football. None of this, like, oh, we're going to kick a field goal. Oh, and then you're going to kick field goal. And then it's our yep. turn to kick a field goal. That's just boring. Like, no, we're not playing that game. Fuck the early date. Oh, it's not. It's not fun at all. Uh, but twist, like twist my arm, as much as like, yeah, like I'm, I'm Canadian. The Vikings are literally eight hours away, driving or like a two-hour flight away from where I live. As much as I really want to say it, I'm probably gonna have to go with the Falcons. Um, so, is they're at home, 
You're smart it's, pig. Yes. Thank you. As much as they don't want to say it, like, I'm going to go with the Falcons. So. The Vikings are too risky without Kirk Cousins. Now, no. if, let's say, this game was in Minnesota, even though the, Vi- the Vikings are pretty bad home team, they would be in a better position with the scrub quarterback. Kind yeah. of like the Bears when the Raiders came to town. You know what I mean? They were at home. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, we could get this. We could get some work in here. But when you're on the road, having to figure it out the first week never looks good. Look at the Titans. Well, Levis. That was a home game. Put them on the road in a loud environment. You don't get those same results. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> or you I should. Know. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't, but, you know, usually that's the case. Now, uh, we both like the Falcons. <clears throat> I don't like any bet on that game. That's a no bet for me. No bet. I call oh. that a no bet. No, it's a wash. Don't, don't like anything. Total's too low. I wouldn't be trying to say, oh, it's going to definitely go under that. I wouldn't say it's definitely going to go over. Oh, there's nothing I'm sure of with those, you know, just Atlanta wins. So if you're doing a parlay bet where you're putting a bunch of things together on one ticket, then yeah, maybe you throw the Falcons ticket, help you out, get you some extra juice, pay your car note (laughs) for the people out there. Cards, Browns, in Cleveland. Ugh. New kickoff. Browns are four and three. Cardinals are one and seven. Just lost Dobbs as their backup because uh, Murray's supposed to come back this week. Deshaun White's, Watson might come back this week. Mm-hmm. Either way, Cleveland started to get it going. Now, Cleveland is minus eight on the spread. Um, just because of the fact that Arizona's so, you know, dysfunctional right now. Yeah, you know, they're a first half team. They play hard in the first half. Yep. And then they go but Um but the total again, that's a low total. I mean it's thirty seven and a half. They don't believe either either of these teams are not really put it on. The Browns have the ability to put it on. You see the Browns have a few good receivers. And they have a good tight end that is starting to come into his own. And when you get him the ball, he was he's literally carrying guys. He was carrying a couple Seahawks defenders. Mm-hmm. And the Browns barely lost that game. I had the Seahawks to win. I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just saying that's the way I've seen it. And the Browns actually were moving the ball much better than I thought. Well, give them that. So if they keep PJ Walker in there, I definitely love the Browns. If Deshaun Watson comes in there, he'll clean up. Look ugly early, but then he'll clean it up. And they'll win, in my opinion. And I and I like the Browns at home right now. Three and one at home. Arizona has not won a road game. Uh, their season's in the toilet. One and seven. Uh, it's too early in the season to play spoiler. Won't be that cold. You know, no. it's a pretty decent game for the Browns and their fans. 
lot of people there. Noisy crowd. Brown's defense is very, very good. Seahawks escaped that game. Was, was actually played one of their best games of the season, if not their best game. The Seahawks did. I like the Browns of that one. I'm taking the Browns to win. I actually believe that total is a little bit too low. 37 and a half. I think this is like a 42 point, 43 point game. Right in that neighborhood. I think it goes over 37. I think you're looking at the 40s for the total score. I think the Browns are going to be able to score plenty of points. I think the Cardinals can get some points at garbage time. <clears throat> and I think you go over that total. What do you like there? And you're gonna hate. I know you're gonna hate me for this, but you know what? As long as Kyler Murray returns, I think the Cards are gonna have fun this week. Um, and that's bold. I, you know, what? I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Like, you know what? As long as he returns. They're going to have some fun this week. I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, yeah. And I, like, I, I don't know. Like, I just have a feeling in my bones that it's going to, like, it's going to be a close game. I think the cards are going to, I think the cards are going to win. It's not going to be a blowout, 100% not a blowout. But, like, come on, you're, like, one in seven right now. Like, I want to They are, they are. But like you know what, we're like we're almost at the halfway mark of like we're almost at the halfway mark of the year. Their season's done. Like they're like they're not gonna make playoffs. Um, if they like for them to even make playoffs, they would have to win out. Are they going to? Probably not. It would, it's really difficult to win out. Um, but yes, it is <clears throat> extremely. Yeah. Um, I like you know what I like. The Browns, like, the Browns are, they're having fun. And, but I, oof, now you're going to hate me for this, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the cards this week. As long as, as long as the Kyle Murray comes back. As long as he comes back. Yeah. Because, like, the way you laid it out is good. There's a good stipulation there. So, yeah. Hey, if, if Kyle Murray's playing, you like them. Yeah. If you're not, playing, not you know, No, then I, obviously, I'd go with the Browns. Then you're if, a default into the Browns. Exactly. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. No, 100%. You heard what Kev said. For me, I'm just sticking with the Browns from here on out. I do think they're going to run it up on the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are on their defense with Rosa. Exotic glitzes it, you know, puts it together. Packages. But then I think it's going to fall apart for them. I think it's a, a game they turn away from quick on the old NFL red zone. Where they like to show you every game and no commercials, just flipping through. I think they turn away from this one pretty quickly. I think it goes over that total of 37 and a half pretty easily. I think you're looking in the 40s for a total, somewhere in the 40s for combined total of these teams. Do you think it's going to be a blowout though? <clears throat> yeah, I do. I do think the Browns are going to route the, the Cardinals. Uh, I, I don't think the Cardinals are going to have it together for this game. Oh, Whenever a quarterback comes back, he needs a week to do to get right. And if Kyler Murray goes back, I like how you laid it out. 
it's it's um what's the proper word for it you know it could have yeah it could it could I'm have very, I'm very it's a it's a very bold move I'm just saying they that. could go in there and sneak that game out <clears throat> they could decide they're gonna <clears throat> let uh, Deshaun Watson come in there and he falls apart and then you know get a situation where the Cardinals can, can sneak a game out yeah only Sunday will tell us. Only Sunday will tell. I'm gonna yeah. stick with the. But okay. it's good. It's good that you just don't follow suit. You have a. You have it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Hundred percent. Next game I'm seeing is the Packers versus the Rams. I know you're a Pack fan. <laughs> oh, you know I'm the, the diehard Pack. Two and five Packers team. Um, haven't looked good all year. Three and no. five ranked team. Yeah. Packers in their first game of the season, and that was it. It was against the Bears. Look at that. It's not much something to brag about. Oh, the Packers are a three-point favorite against the Rams, who just got decimated in Dallas. Uh, totals are 39 and a half. This is probably the low score. I don't see this being a uh, game where a ton of points are scored. Jordan Love looks ugly. Matthew Stafford dealing with a, a hand injury. Uh, the two receivers he has, plus a plus a pretty good tight end, but Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup just not being utilized right. No, not being utilized right. And uh, on the road, the Rams going from where they were in LA to Dallas, back up to Green Bay. Uh, the Packers are gonna roll. They're gonna beat the. Rams. They're going to look good. Everybody's going to forget about Jordan Love's problems for one week. And um, even uh, the backup running back for the Packers, A.J. Dillon, will have a decent game. It's the Rams defense. It's not looking good. Not looking good. Everybody's running on them. Everybody's passing on them. They don't show me any, any moxie, you know, any opportunity they had in that. Cowboys game they squander now they're going up to Green Bay good defensively they get a bad rep but they actually have a good defense it's it's not a problem with their defense it's a problem with their offense mm-hmm. you keep the up the field enough they'll be fine the The Packers offense is not that will change it has to change changes this week the Packers go and win the game they roll against the Rams, like I said. Packers historically are good against the Rams. Historically, the Packers beat on the Rams. Uh, years, the last few years, it's been uh, closer because the Rams have had a better team. They right, they showed you that. What do you? How do you? How do you? Feel, how do you see this game shape? You know what? In like it's in Green Bay, Lambeau Field. Jeff Denham says it great. No roof. There's no roof in Lambo, and well, there's in Los Angeles, right? There is in Dallas. There, what's the yeah day, roof? Yeah, definitely uh, team mode. Like it's it like you know what it's it's gonna be um, 51 degrees Sunday, makes a sun and cloud. I feel like a weather woman right now. <laughs> Just it could drop. <laughs> it, it could drop to the 40s. It could. 100% it could um, 
uh, it's just an early game. It's a good spot for them to be honest. Yeah. Um, Wait, those. No, hundred percent. And like you know me, I love Sean McVay. He has a key, like him and his keeper has to like literally pull him off the field because he likes to get into the action. I that's. I don't really like the Rams that much, um, but like that's one of my favorite parts is watching his keeper literally like pull him out from being tackled by like a receiver or something. It's absolutely hilarious every single week. Um, I like ugh, I like Cooper Cup. I really do. Like I, but you are 100 percent correct. Like it's not. There's no just no jive this year. No, no, there's no jive this year. And like last, like last couple years, everything's been good and everything. But like this year, there's no, I don't know, there's no spark, and it's just not. There's no spark. Yeah, yeah it's a good. Like there's, it's yeah, spark. like there's no, yeah, there's no spark. There's no, and he's trying. Like don't get me wrong. Like you know, like he goes out there every single week and he like tries his best. But you are absolutely hundred percent correct. Um, he's not being utilized. Now, if you look at the like the Packers, Green Bay, you're at home, diehard Packers fans. Everybody's Frank. beat up. The media's beat up on you. Everybody's just calling yeah. you out. All week long, you guys are bad. All week long, you got mistaken. All week long, for love, worst thing. You know what I mean? It, and that's all week long. Yeah. So I think the defense does respond. I don't even think Matt Stafford really wants to play that game. No, he doesn't. If he could, if there's a game, wants to play that game. No, if there's a game, I'm saying that he's got a hand injury. You're gonna go play against Green Bay, who's actually got a good front set. Yeah, it's a little bit healthier this week. They're gonna be a little bit healthier this week, and each week the Packers get healthier. They get a little bit better, and this is the time of year where the Packers start to play better football. Yeah, we got Reed. Like read for receiving, and like I have read with Christian Watson, who's due for a two touchdown game at least. Yeah, and he's got to get two. One's not enough. No, he's got to get two. Do like do I think it's going to be a very high scoring game? No, no. Uh, it's like I think it's going to be a combined score of like less than forty altogether. Um, Absolutely. Thirty-nine and a half. Yeah. Well, the sports book that's that right. Yeah. Sometimes it just got it. It feels like it's just right. Four, yeah. yeah. It's under forty points, folks. And um, I think what drives the total down is the fact that the Packers need like three drives before they can do anything on offense. Yeah. So okay, three drives that takes up about almost a quarter. Then the Rams they might get a touchdown. Yeah. In that. Time. Then the Packers show up. Oh, there they are. They get two touchdowns, you know, rather quickly. Then nobody scores for a long time. Probably fourth quarter comes around. Rams do something. Then the Packers score another touchdown. Defense probably could pick six or something. Yeah. Garbage. Garbage touchdown. And, and then the Packers win. It looks like a big win, right? Because they'd be like, they, they had three touchdowns, right? Total. Yeah. Packers get three touchdowns in that game total. One defense, two offense. Mm-hmm. Just get one. Probably a field goal. Unless it gets blocked or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it gets blocked or returned. So, uh, I'm like, I'm going to go. I see it being a pretty dirty style game. I think the Packers are going to make that a dirty one. Do yeah. everything they can 
a win. I think the they I think the fans deserve a win. Yeah. The backers really want to give their fans a win. So they're gonna make sure. Well they have something to prove. And everything that they've been trying to do this whole season. And Jordan Love looked better in that last game. Yep. He finally started to actually contort his body the way the Packers were hoping he would. This is what I mean. Like, there was a couple passes that a quarterback who's short, like Jimmy Garoppolo, can't yeah. make them. No. Getting ball, going to get knocked right down. Baker Mayfield couldn't make that pass. Too short. The, the defender's going to knock that pass right down. Yeah. Lord Love was making some throws that only a tall guy can make. And that's why the Packers have because he can make those weird throws that instead of punting the ball first down so you have to ride out Jordan Love as much as I wanted them to try Clifford at least give Jordan Love another chance this week see what he does yeah. if he wins then that's the guy but if they lose that game bench bench <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> but yeah, bench. Yeah, literally, like knock on wood because if this is the game right here, this is, I think, and I think everybody kind of knows it. I think everybody knows it. Sportsbook know it because they have Green Bay minus three favor. So I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good favor for Green Bay. Well, you know, you've had seven weeks to prove something. Seven weeks. Eight weeks. And everything. Yeah, because of the bye. They yeah, because of the bye. So you got to rest and everything. Like, Jordan Love has had seven weeks to prove that he's ready to play and everything, um, to prove that he deserves to be in Green Bay. And this is your this is your week. This is your week. If you can't do it, bench your ass and, like, start Clifford. Because it's... And tell you something, too. The Rams, the way Derek Prescott was doing them... Mm-hmm. That was because of film. That was because of film. Yep. They know they knew something. The Rams secondary is bad. That's the bottom line. Okay. There's something wrong with their Rams secondary because the yep. way Dak Prescott was doing them just looked like they had the whole film. On those guys. So I don't think the Packers will have the film. No. Well, they most likely. Well, they've had an extra week to Any prepare. For the Pack, right? To say this, if if the Packers don't start winning, he's going to be gone yep. this season. They're, they're calling for him to step down. Yep. He won't. So, yeah, they'll fire him if they don't win this game. I mean, if they don't win this one, that's bad. So, they, yeah. they need to go win one. It's already been bad. This, It's really bad. Well, it's like the Packers there. Back yeah. against the wall. It was that whole perfect opportunity for them to yep. spark some their team. Packers. Gotta be a cheesehead, Dolly. Let's go. It's a cheesehead this week. This is the yeah. one week of the year. Because yeah. like at the Rams or the LA team, it's all nice. We're all cold. Yeah, Packers. Yep. Packers. And I need something to about. I need something to really cheer about. Yeah. Because I'm not a Jordan Love hater. I just have seen him underperform. It's just one of those things. Disappointing. Frustrating. It is. Do you like documentaries? I'll be honest, no. <laughs> um, big docu- no, like I've. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Like, 
I think the, the last, I can't even consider this a documentary, but like the last one that they're like my favorite is, but please don't judge me, but it's, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, well, it's, yeah, I, I would consider it a documentary. Uh, Michael Jackson's This Is It. I, I'm a big fan of Michael love I literally my, like I played I'm, that yeah. like my sister got it for me for my birthday and I played it so much on my TV at home that my dad literally took it and like he hit it and, <laughs> and like and that was oh my god like I still like to this day I can still never find it I have no idea where it is in my house in my mom's house and oh, no way. yeah so now i have to watch it on youtube or i can i can go on oh, amazon it. yeah so you're giddy no because I, I literally played it over and over and over again and my dad was like nope we're not playing this hey yet. when it's good it's good hey, when it's good it's good you know I, what i mean yeah it literally like i loved it so much if you have it this is a no. copy just mail it to canada and i'll happy acceptance <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no, I'll keep that. No. I like anything that has like a beat to it. So we got um Commanders vs. Patriots. <laughs> and you got the commanders that are three to five and the Patriots that are two and six. I just love how you said that. It hurts. <laughs> so much to be a poverty franchise for anyone that doesn't i know for anyone that doesn't know i'm a huge patriots fan minus three and a half patriots on the spread total at 40 and a half that's an ugly game but it could be good watch i'm thinking it's gonna be ugly it's gonna be like a really good game laying it on the line some of the best football of our time. Mac Jones for Sam Howe. Oh my god, the sarcasm is real. Oh my god. <laughs> I woke up to see Sam Howe versus Mac Jones. It's what I was waiting for. It's about as good as Jordan Love versus Mac Stafford right there. So about the equivalent if they even get Stafford to hold his own. Oh my god. I But Sam Howe, thirteen touchdowns, eight interceptions, he's over two thousand pass, two thousand one hundred and forty six yards. They also have a good running back in Robinson. And he's got four touchdowns. They're punching it in when they get him down there. Um McLaurin as their top receiver is the problem and that's not a like that that's not any shade on him or anything like that but that tells me that they're not that deep a receiver when i see that and he's got two touchdowns so i'm just not feeling the commanders right now as a whole they they do some things well um but they're an every other week team. Mm-hmm. Last week was the week they were supposed to win, but I knew they couldn't get over the hump, which is the Eagles for them. Every team has a different hump they have to get over. For the Commanders, it's always going to be the Eagles. 
and they they couldn't do it they couldn't get past them now they're on the road to play the patriots and even though the commanders are fired up even though they have an offense that looked like it was tuned up they still make the common mistakes they still get themselves into penalty problems and the patriots have every reason to go out and win that game they're one and three at home. A little bit like the Packers. For some reason we get it home, supposed to win. Well, what are we doing? We look dumb. Except there's a couple games that the Patriots played a lot like the Packers where they looked good in and almost pulled it out. It was just a sloppy game for whatever reason. Um, guys are just playing sloppy football. But I think the sloppy football helps the Patriots in this game. Commanders just got rid of Chase Young. It's their best pass rusher. Then on the other end, they get rid of their other pass rusher. And I'm thinking, who the heck did they got rushing the quarterback? Because the Patriots offensive line is going to have a, a very nice day. Mm-hmm. And if you can match Jones' time, he could beat you. So I was really surprised that going into this game, the Commanders thought the best decision was to dump their uh, top defensive talent. Uh, I like the Patriots to win this game, close game, because the offense of the Patriots is so just fundamentally unbound. It's, it's, it's beyond me. They they call plays I just don't expect them to call. Just kind of the way it's going right now. They're trying to find their way. This is the team. They need Mac Jones to play well. They need him to have a good game. I think he did a pretty good game, man. There's nobody to rush him. He should be able to, to pick apart this commander's defense. Um, and then the commander's own offense will go down the field on that major defense. But Sam House going to make the crucial mistakes. He's going to throw a pick. He's going to uh, fumble the ball or hand it off in the running back. Well, that I'm talking about is good. He'll fumble the ball. A receiver will fumble the ball. It's going to not go the way. It's not going to be pretty. Okay, the commanders aren't done with that one. They don't play pretty football. It's dirty. It's nasty. And went to the wire with the Eagles. Made it a scrum. And this is exactly how this game is going to go. And again, where the Patriots love filthy, nasty, dirty game. Um, they've turned into that team. Shouldn't be ashamed of that. Uh, because if they can win then it just makes it all the worthwhile. So, um, give me the Patriots in that game. At home. Uh, crowd's in it. Crowd likes their team. Um, commanders on the road. Unimpressive. Sam Al had a good week last week. This week he will not have a Even if they, somehow, he could still go for 300 yards against Patriots defense, which is not easy to do. If he could still somehow do that, they still don't win this game. The Patriots, in my mind, win. <clears throat> I have a no bet on that game. I don't like anything there. If the line gets closer, if you find some value in a Patriots uh, parlay ticket, you know, maybe you take the Patriots and parlay them with some, something else on the menu. So, what do you whack? <laughs> Uh, well, as you know, I woke up this morning and found out Bourne is out for the rest of the season. And I was 
absolutely stoked. Hundred percent, I was stoked because he was he had a promising season. He and there was talks that they were like the Pats are going to trade him, and he was like, I want to stay in Foxborough. I want to stay. I want to stay. I want to stay. And then literally last week dies and uh so am i happy no <laughs> um it's 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 gone downhill it's it's gone downhill and i i love my patriots i love them so much i it's gonna be a very rough game like you are correct Aaron foxborough um half the people that are on the team are not well known and uh basically Bill Belichick can take some from Costco make them into <laughs> make them into like a freaking like yeah like just make them into like something good and um every year at draft time I'm just like why why are you picking this person um you are correct I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick is gonna die on the hill for Mac Jones. Yeah, he he wants he wants him like he, like he wants him to win so much, and he wants him to be the next franchise quarterback. I guess for him though, I think Max had a good season under him, and that's why that he's he won't move away from him. No. He's, he's got a taste of that success. And he's yeah. like, I want more of that. Yeah. Let's go. You know? And I think the defense is going to play some inspired football. I hope so. Because, like, they're, right, they're, they're right. my team. And, like, I literally, I hate losing. Like, two and six. They showed me what, what type of team they were when they played Miami Tough. Yeah. Showed they showed they were, they still want to play. Yep. So, week-to-week league, like I said, commanders, they're an every other week team. You know, next week they'll be good. This week, I don't like them. That was a big loss right there. Yeah. You know, it's a big loss when you lose and then two of your best defensive players, if not your best defensive players, Leave. sit off your team. Yep. No, 100%. And was ready to walk, so they just traded. So. And you might as well get some money from that. Why yeah, not? they got a, they got a bit of, what's that? Cash incentive, if anything. Yeah. Um, the draft picks. Yeah. And what's the draft pick? Got those draft picks. They got to help Sam Howell out. That's going to be their guy. You know, even for their own. And so. Yep. And, which is very nice. Even though I don't think it's all his fault, I think he's had a lot of time to figure it out and it just never came to fruition. And he's been around for a long time. Yep. So there's, it's, it's not working, you know. So they have a chance to go prove it this week. So yeah. show what the team they are. Definitely. Those guys play hard for Rivera, but I feel like that game right there against the Eagles gutted that team. Yeah. And the Patriots, they went and showed me what type of team they were. They went and played that Dolphins team really tough. Didn't let the Dolphins walk on to me. Well, like they're kicking themselves. Remember what happened in Vegas? Vegas against like their old like offensive court like quarterback coach like Josh McDaniels and everything lost. Dolphins lost. Like I I want them to win so much. I like I I can't take losing anymore. Like it hurts. And 
I'm not used to it. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I know we're spoiled. Sorry, um, but it. They did beat the Bills, right? They did. Beat the Bills. They did. Like they did beat the Bills, um, but I. Oh, uh, the Jets game. It was like, hey, yeah. at least you didn't look to the Jets. No, thank God. Well, both games they played the Dolphins close, beat the Bills. Yep. All of us got lost for that. No, it's not. And I'm really happy you're saying that. So, Patriots, Razor Blade, they're going to win. Is it going to yeah, be a blowout? Is it going to be a blowout? No. One of the playoffs is. We're just saying, look, could they finish the season respectable? Yeah, they could. Absolutely. Yeah. They could win another five games. You know what? That's they what I want. Games. They pushed it. Now, but five is reasonable. Look at their schedule and see they already played the Dolphins twice. Yep. Got that out of the way. Got the Bills game out of the way. Yeah. Play the Colts eventually. Uh, I believe that they do play the Colts. When you play the Colts, okay. There, are, there's a couple lowly teams on there. Well, the Giants. They didn't think they were weekend. Colts after this week. So yeah, the Colts after this week. Chargers, Steelers, Broncos, Giants. Yeah, you got the Jets again. Um, man, that's a team that could rule off another five or six wins. Yeah, realistically, Belichick smells it. He knows this is their most important game of the year. To be honest with you, I think I this, this became their most important game. Because Where... head coach, the schedule, he knows way ahead. Like, hey, now it's time. We got to start winning. We built up to this. Sort of same thing with the Packers, right? Hey, we built up to this. Could have won those close ones. Didn't win them. Now let's go and get it. I don't think they can handle any more of broken, like, Microsoft surfaces that, like, Bill just, like, throws. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like to keep promotion. At least there's some emotion out of the guy. Going to Washington. Let's go. <laughs> First, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Bears on the road. Remember, they just went way out to California. Now they're turning around and going down to New Orleans, and uh, they're just—they're just a defeated team. They got a division quarterback in there that's acting like he's coming. It's going to be something special. Uh, Two and six Bears team versus four and four Saints. So, uh, we'll set at 41. The line is minus seven. So, Saints are more touchdown favorite here, a little over a touchdown. But the total at 41 is, is a righteous total. I would not, I would not be playing her. But the Saints can explode. It seems like when they play at home, they get a little bit, a little bit worse. It seems like Derek Carps is a little bit worse at home. Yeah. Went in there and beat him. In a game, you know, that everybody's insane. At home, it's weird for the Saints. They're one and two there. The Bears are one and three away. There's just no way for the Bears to win the game. That's the problem. And the Bears go in there and play respectable football. And, uh, man, muster up 20 points. Probably not. They probably go in there and get beat down. Yep. Oh, the Saints to be uh, minus seven and a half would be good. It'd be a good return on your investment uh, because I believe they will go out and do that. 
When you look at the Saints team as a whole, they just went on the road and exploded in Indianapolis against a defense that was starting to find its footing. The Bears have no defense. They brought in Montez Sweat, who was a guy that, like I said, was going to walk from the Commanders. Um, so he's got to learn the playbook. But they have no push up front. They're not getting a push up front. They got to face Alvin Kamara, who's looking to catch up on the, the stat sheet. He needs to get more. He wants to do more. So he's, he's really begging this offense to feed him the ball. So expect a heavy dosage of Alvin Kamara this week because there's no way around that. Derek Carr at home, his biggest problem is not giving Kamara the ball enough. Give your running back the ball and you will have success. Um, but as far as receiving goes, the, the Saints have a few guys that can go down the field pretty well. They just haven't really been explosive. No. Alave will do well this week. He'll have a touchdown. And the Saints will roll. Like I said, they'll win by more than seven and a half. What do you see in this game? What do you like? <clears throat> the Bears versus the Saints at Caesar Superdome. Well, you know what? Like, Alvin Kamara, he needs. I want to, like, you know what? I want to say the Saints this week. Why? Um, because, like, you got Derek Carr there. And also, like, you have Alec, like, you have Kamara. And it's, like, Kamara's had, like, it's been decent love a season. Like, just dealt with some injuries. Had the injury yeah. bug. Oh, no, 100%. Like, it's. Injury bug messed him up a little bit. Yeah. It's. I think, like, I think it's time for him to, like, have, like, the seasons that he's he had the last couple years. He's back on track now. Yeah. It's there now. The proof. Yeah. I got to see that in Indiana. Yeah. Let's go. Like, he's locked and loaded. Like, let's go. And I just, I'm not, I'm not really feeling it, like, with the Bears. Um, and. With the backup quarterback. Is playing against some of the yeah. some of the on defense right now. The Saints are starting to get their defense together. Well, they're doing the tour of like the U.S. You're out west, and now you're like literally in the south next, and it's it's hard. Like they're themselves pretty thin with they are. It's not that good at calling plays. No, no. So Saints, Derek Carr. I think Kamara is going to have a really good week this week. So good luck. Yeah. Everyone playing yep. fantasy. He better get, like, I don't know, two touchdowns, hopefully. Um, and four. I know. I'm being generous, though. I'm being, you like... He could, he could, uh, I, I really think uh, he could catch a touchdown. Yeah. And off a catch. And then uh, run for two. Short distance field. Oh, he yeah. distance to change. Yeah, it's. I think it's. Help him out. He wants to catch up. He, wants he does. To, they believe me. All the players want to have good stats. They, they don't want to have bad stats. That's no. their resume. <laughs> yes. Resume. Yeah. Kamara, at least two touchdowns. Let's go. He's locked and loaded. 
at see. least minimum of two great yeah. fantasy pick this week. And Olave. Olave should feast. Yep. Flex yep. position, you could get him at tight end. And yep. Whatever league you're in, if they allow that, and then boom. Yeah. You're rolling. This I wouldn't. Yeah. Like Olave, like I would, I wouldn't put him in. Like, for my fantasy, if I had him, I would not put him in, like, my tight end slot. I would probably put him in my flex. Um, flex. Yeah. This week for Olave. Yeah. If you have him, put him on your flex. See what he can do. Let's go. Then we get Seahawk with the Baltimore. The Seattle Seahawks are five and two. Battle of the Birds. Battle of the Birds. You know, and this is a game where weather should be excellent. Good for Baltimore. Maryland. <laughs> Favorite at minus five and a half. I'm seeing the weather at 56 degrees on back. And the total at 43 flat. I think that is a good total. <clears throat> Actually, <clears throat> it's, you know, it's a little bit hard for these teams to probably exceed that total. So yeah. I would stay away from that and Seattle on the spread will get you the bread because they are going to cover that five and a half. Um, and you might even might even hold out, wait wait a little bit close for game time. They might be giving you six and a half. Yeah. Um, five and a half I like. I like five and a half. Uh, because I do think to be honest with you, if you're looking to get risky, I like the Seahawks to win that game. I like what I see from the Seahawks last week against uh, Brown's defense. I was able to see Geno Smith finally take the offense down the field and win the game for his team. Yep. And not have to wait around uh, to to kind of like pray for a field goal to go through. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is a team that finally showed me they want to win. They want to be serious about winning. Their defense is suspect, but their offense can't deny them. DK Metcalf played and Tyler Lockett played right out of the gate. Tyler Lockett was exploding against the Browns. Mm-hmm. This Browns defense is really built like the Ravens defense. And I would say the Browns defense is better than the Ravens defense. And I would uh, even go to say that the uh, the Browns' offense um, is is more fluid than the Ravens' offense. The Ravens' offense really, when Lamar Jackson gets uh, blocked up in that, in that backfield, uh, it's a lot of punts. He starts seeing a lot of punts. So remember that. But with the Seahawks, you have Geno Smith with the ability to hand it off to Kenneth Walker third, who's having a great year. 117 carries, 516 yards, and six touchdowns. He's an amazing running back. <clears throat> and they're finally giving him love. <clears throat> and what I liked about the Seahawks was they're uh, allowing their ultimate running back, Chardonnay, some carries. And he was getting some great tech in that game against the Browns. I was impressed. I thought for a minute there the Seahawks might let it get away from them. And that running from Chardonnay, that solidified them and let me know that, hey, even with Walker's, they could still fall. That's pretty good to have two backs. You need two backs in the NFL to be a winning franchise. 
Uh, Ravens technically have two bags. Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. Gus, you know. Here. But Flowers, a receiver for Baltimore, is poised for a big game. Lay Flowers. He's got 44 receptions this season. 461 yard touchdown. Put it up, folks. If he's in your league right now, he's gonna ha he's gonna have a good time against the Seahawks secondary. But see, where I think the difference in this game is is the ability for the Seahawks to kind of stretch the drives out. They can go on a methodical drive. Lamar Jackson's not that quarterback. He's a quarterback that's quick hitter, fast play. We need to get down the field. We need big, we need big burst plays. And if we get those, we can beat you. I don't think the Seahawks are going to get that. I'm going to yeah. pick the Seahawks to win this game. For the game purposes, for smart wagering, betting responsibly, I would say take the Seahawks and eight points you can get. Take plus five and a half. It's an amazing return on your investment because I believe they will win. But in the event that the Ravens are at home and the Ravens decide that they will not allow the Seahawks to win, you have those points that will surely cover and make sure that you get paid. So I would love, 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 love nothing more to see the Seahawks win this game and me to be right. But for gambling purposes, take the five and a half and wait until it gets a little closer. They, they're going to boost the Ravens up. The media, um, the narrative is mostly controlled by the big money at these big casino sports books and all those other things. And they control the narrative. The media is pushing the narrative and they're pushing the narrative that the Ravens are unstoppable. Because look what they did to Detroit. Look what they did to so-and-so. It don't. The Seahawks are a good team. They just played the Browns. Built a lot like the Ravens. They're going to go in here. This game puts themselves in a position. That's what they're looking to do when the 49ers are figuring stuff out. Cardinals are, are toast. Yeah. You think they have a chance this week. But the record shows that they're toast. You know what I mean? So yep. in the NFC West... This is just a game for the Seahawks to keep pace, to keep looking good. No reason to mess it up now. You know, I think this is an opportunity for them, especially with the Rams, an unsure franchise. This is a great opportunity for the Seahawks to come in, get a big win, put them at six and two on the year. What do you see in this game? What do you like here? I, I love MNT Bank Stadium. I, when I was there, it's literally just explodes of. There's um, is awesome. I there is. Say. I've always yeah. been a fan of seeing the Ravens play. Yeah. Because I they, think they have, like, it's such, like, their field's amazing. Their, their fans are, they're in their team and everything. And they deserve it. And it's, I, I, I love Lamar Jackson. I love him so much. I he like you got you got your quarterback and you have your you have a running back in one. And he's not afraid to run the ball. And No fair. No, no fair. Like he's he's like, okay, cool, there's no one open. Love how it plays. Let's Love go. How it plays. And that's like you and I we talked about it before. It was like before it was all pocket quarterbacks and you had to rely on your offense and everything's now changed 
you have a quarterback and a running back in one and it kind of keeps it keeps the defense on like on their toes and like you got like you got Lamar Jackson you're at home you're in Baltimore you're like and it's like you have Flowers you have Andrews but like you also like for example the Seahawks like they're hot right now and what on Andrews because he's starting to come alive he is 100 percent it's starting to come alive he's gonna yeah. make things difficult for the Seahawks 100 percent but it's like but the Seahawks like it's kind of like I can see both sides um because like you have the Seahawks you have Geno Smith you got Tyler Lockett you got DK Metcalf have him on my fantasy he needs to do well this week um and um it's like it's gonna be a good game i think it's gonna be a very high scoring game um and you like it to go over that 43 i hope so i really do because you know like like i i hate low scoring games it's like why why are we like why hunt cool it's like of where it's at because you know the sports books are rarely yeah. So when they're wrong, it's just it's just, you know. So what? It's it's a one-off. It's, it's a rare occurrence. Yeah. Definitely a rare occurrence. So mm-hmm. when you look at the Seahawks Ravens total at forty-three, I think personally it's hard to get past forty-three for these teams because I feel like yes, they're the teams that, but they're also the teams that sometimes you, their drives just die out. They just fizzle out on offense. They run two runs back to back and try to pass it incomplete. Now they got a punt. And I see I see the Ravens as that team a lot. Where they're where they're getting comfortable trying to run the ball, establish the run game. Yeah. We'll do that too, because they have two running backs that have been having success. So yeah. there's no reason to go away from the run game. No. If you run the ball, you keep the clock moving. So when you pass the ball, a, re- a guy can go on a bounds easier than on the run. More the runs are more in the fields of play, passes yep. out more in the NFL. So that's why the total at 43. Because in the event that it is a game where there's a lot of, then a lot of clock gets burned. So it's a low score game more because just a lot of clock got burned. So there's different levels. So, if it's a game where they're keeping this ball in the air, guys are getting, say, Flowers is catching the ball on the opposite side, Tyler Slock is catching, that could very well be this game. Yeah. Now, it's also going to factor in on the defenses. What's the intensity of the rate and to really bring it at home? The Seahawks are a team that this is an important game to see where they're at in the year. Um, and, and, they're, and they're going to be really tested here. So, I think they're they're ready for the test. Yep. Personally. Now, the guy could be premature in saying that, but I think they're ready for the test at a noon game, in a weird game at Baltimore. Um, it's just a weird game for them, to be honest. Uh, for the Seahawks to go on. It's in November, noon kickoffs in, Raven, in Baltimore. I feel like it's a game they're going to catch the Ravens in. Just it's my opinion. Definitely game to watch. Yeah. Like it's a very good game to watch. Yeah. Uh, a lot of action. A lot of everyone's having fun. Everyone wants to win. Um, I know. Yeah, we're, 
is my thing for this would be Green Bay Packers Rams on my TV and on my laptop. I would get the NFL Red Zone on there and then hey, yep. flip it around to all the games. So whenever there's commercials in the Packers game, I'm still getting it. Sure. Good idea. <laughs> and otherwise, it's just NFL Red Zone all day the the last game, and then I move to yeah. all day every day. I football Sunday. I football whatever that channel will be. You go there and watch it. Pretty much, but Ravens. I know we. I know you're saying Seahawks. I'm. I'm gonna stick with the. I'm gonna stick with the Ravens. Yeah, I'm conflict. I was very conflicted. I had to really look through that because I'm gonna stick with the Seahawks. I like that you took the Ravens, though. It'll be interesting to see how that how we do against each other. Sure. I think with the Seahawks, they have every opportunity. But with the Ravens, if they play their best ball, it's hard to beat. Hundred percent. Only as said, only Sunday will tell. So it'll be great. Exactly. Now we got the last new game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Houston Texans. Buccaneers are three and four on the year. The Texans are three and four on the year at NRG Stadium. My favorite name for stadium besides Lambeau Field because it's energy, and I like energy. I like good energy. The Houston Texans are minus two and a half because of their good energy, and then you have the total at forty, which is I don't know, but I think it's oh because. Buccaneers on predictability. You don't really know what you're getting with them. Too many commercials for me. I'm not saying he's not allowed to make money. I'm just saying it feels like I mean, it's a long time ago or whatever, but it feels like this guy's not focused on football or something for them to be playing the way they That's true. Texans embarrassed themselves against Carolina really hard to do that against Carolina of all teams. But they're two and one at home and CJ Stroud is playing like a machine. <laughs> Guy's playing like a machine out there. They need from the running game this week. I don't know, it comes like I don't know. Oh, it's not that easy to run. No. No, it's not. And uh, Davey appears the running back for uh, the Texans is the best running back in this game. He's got 109 carries for 327 yards and one touchdown. So you're looking for his numbers to go up. Yeah. This is why the Texans are a below 500 team. Look through some of their guys. Look through some of the statistics. And you're not that impressed. No. So we have CJ Strato uh, going to look for his one of his favorite targets to uh, this game. Nico Allen's with 33 catches, 577 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. Uh, very good receiver, one of the better receivers. This is a go. But they're at home. Comfortable environment. I think this total goes under because I don't like the Buccaneers here. They're dysfunctional. Uh, they, their whole thing, the whole team screams dysfunction. 
Yep. The Texans, to me, are a team that's still a good team. They're just not a road team. They just proved to not be a road team. When they go on the road, you fade them. You just go against them on the road. And uh, easy fade on the road for the Texans. Here they're at home. Yes, they'll cover that minus two and a half. They'll win by a field goal or more. Probably a little bit more. Uh, but, I, but I think it's not a game where they go off. They don't go off on that Buccaneers team. But I do think CJ Stroud will have a, a pretty good game. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 passing yards. A touchdown or two. But he probably will throw a pick. He's known to throw a pick. When 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 the when the pressure's on, and I think the pressure's going to be on him. He just has had a very clean sheet this year. He's been very smart and calculated, and I think the Buccaneers are going to dial up some pressure. Yeah, they're going to they're going to best a thousand eight pass yards on the season. That's not bad. He's about to hit two hundred. He'll have two hundred in this game, and he'll go over two thousand yards. Hit two touchdowns or more. Somewhere two to four touchdowns. But the Buccaneers, eh, I'm, I'm not feeling it. They may come out good, but they're going to fade. They'll fade fast. And the, and the Texans will pull this one out. So don't worry, Texans fans. You'll get this one. You get back to 500, four and four after that. What do you like in that? What do you see? Oh. I'm hard on the Buccaneers right now. <laughs> Uh, it's, I don't like, like on one side, you got like with the Bucks, you have Mayfield, you got White, you also got like Evans. So you got some stuff there to work with. Like White, it's got like- a punch for them. That's not as potent as like no. Philadelphia's AJ Brown. Oh yeah. 100%. But, like, for example, like, White, you got, like, 92 attempts, 305 yards with one touchdown. And I, again, I have him on my fantasy. I need him to do well. And, but I, he'll, like, to be honest. somebody off. They just shipped the guy. So he'll probably have to He'll probably get paid. Hopes it, hopefully. They were trying uh, three running back thing and it was like you guys can't even you're not doing well with the one running back so <laughs> what do you think i don't know what you guys are doing man. no it's terrible it looks amateur but i'm gonna like i'm gonna say like this week i'm probably gonna say the texans because you got like strode you got pierce um a little bit they're going with the horns down in that game i think the defense is pretty good they held the Panthers. They held the Panthers. They they gave up a, a few a few, you know, you know, big plays. But it was nothing that any other defense is doing. You know? It's like you know, the whole league the, the believe me, the league's worse. They're better than the league average in Texas. And that's saying something for that team. I think the Texas it's good to hear you say that. Like, we're confirmed on that. Yeah, hundred percent. Texans you're in Houston, as you said, like Energy Stadium or NRG Stadium. I love it. Yeah, that's a cool uh, stadium. It's really cool. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Texas. Texas, uh, low scoring game, though. 
well scored. I, I think yeah. the Texans do put the horns down on defense. They yeah. may feel they'll come back once the Texans get to put a couple touchdowns on the board and sit on the ball. 100%. Then we get the afternoon games. Late afternoon, you get out. Colts versus Panthers. Indianapolis on the road, three and five on the year against the Carolina Panthers, one and six. Just got their first sleep over text, who we just spoke about. Kim, the total is 44 here. The Colts are favored on the road after dropping the ball against the Saints, but the Colts are favored minus two. It's not enough points. It's not enough points for the Panthers. You know, no. you kind of want to take some, like, if you're a gambler out there, you're like, ah, give me some points with the Panthers. You know, you're like, give me something. Like, two and a half is not enough. No. So, the total at 44, it's going to go under that. The Panthers aren't letting really many people do much at their home field right now. It's, they're looking pretty solid at home. So, the Colts with Gardner Mitchell, quarterback, mind you, Seven touchdowns and uh, five interceptions. Threw up a couple wounded ducks last week. Just not all there. Uh, something's up. Zach, Zach Moss at running back. You'd like to see him have a good game if you're a Colts fan. Yep. If you have him at, see, he's got 125 carries. They're giving this guy the rock. Then you got Jonathan Taylor in the next two who's starting to catch up here. Uh... But the Carolina Panthers are a team that I won't be too hard on because they show you that when they're at home, they have some fight. So expect them to like maintain and then the Colts just to slowly pick them, pick at the lead, pick at the, pick at the score and just keep adding and adding and adding until no. the game's over. It's like 23 to, you know, 13 or 10 game. Where the, the Colts win. And it's probably boring. And uh, I think it is a boring game because I think the Colts defense got a little bit overrun last week with the acting running from the Saints. They just weren't built to handle it. They don't have to worry about that this week. Um, the Panthers rushing attack very, very slow with Chubba Hubbard. It's not um, a quick strike offense. They're not going down the field off teams fast. This is right in the Colts' neighborhood of how they want to play football. And uh, this is an angry team. Just got beat at home in front of your fans. Uh, you guys are 2-1 and one on the road. And the Panthers are 1-6. and six. And They just don't look like a team to be that has a bunch of firepower. You know? Well, so I like the Colts here. Um, 100%. It's... It, Colts minus yeah. two and a half spread is a great place to be because there's not enough points for the Panthers. You should be getting at least like plus nine on the Panthers. For them to say that this is going to be a close game, no, they're doubting the Colts because of that performance last week. Yeah, but that's, that's just in last week though. But yeah, that, just because yeah. of last week. Yeah, but it, that point, they were flying and they were flying in that Saints. It was in late. It was like yeah. the third quarter. They took a, they, they, you know, ran out of gas. Uh, yeah. It's like Colts. I think, like beginning of the year, 
we got like Richardson and everything like looks a little bit promising. Then Richardson gets hurt and I had to find another backup quarterback for looking for my roster. Oh, um, oh it did. Like, as soon as that happened, I literally I was choked because I I was like, awesome. I need to find some other person to fill my buy spot. Um, and like, it's the Panthers, but the thing is, like, they're in Carolina. But I don't think I. I think this is. They won't like, let it be a blowout. That's all I really know about the Panthers at home. They just won't yeah. let it be. A no, it's it's not. Yeah, definitely, it's not going to be a blowout. But I I think this is like an open and shut game that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is like, pretty like the like the Colts are gonna go in there and they're gonna like, they're gonna do their thing and it's like is it gonna be easy win? Uh, like sure, but like the Panthers like they're gonna fight. They still but... gonna do it right. It's why they play the games. Uh, yeah, well they're holding game. they're holding out for their draft pick. <laughs> That's yeah. why. They love aren't they? They want the yeah. No, but see, they have their quarterback, believe it or not. They believe in Bryce Young. They're giving him this whole year to figure it out. They're, I don't believe they want another. I believe they want somebody else, some talent. They want the best other player on offense. Uh, because I believe, I think they do believe in Bryce Young. I just think oh, he's young and he's going to have to go through the fire. All young quarterbacks got to go through that. CJ Stroud hasn't gone through that. That's why there's something called the sophomore slump for your second year. So, yeah, you may be having a good year now, but that's why they call it a sophomore slump. Uh, Cam Newton. I I, remember that? Yeah, I remember. Superman Cam Newton. I'm. Trust me. I like he was good. He was good in Carolina. And then when he came to the Patriots, I was really excited. And like, I was too. I thought that was good for Belichick. Was, Maybe. Yeah, good, good for Belichick. Good for like Edelman and everyone. And it kind of went sideways and like didn't really pan yeah, out. And then he just didn't buy, buy into the system. That's the no, way. he didn't. Like he I think, didn't. yeah, like I think he didn't want to. Like he wanted he to do his own thing. Edelman style. Wanted to play that yeah. Carolina style he was used to. Yeah, one hundred percent. But check is a system guy. That's why he's got Mac Jones. Oh, exactly. And but this, like I wouldn't give I wouldn't give a quarterback a whole season to figure it out. Like why like are you just kind of They're already one at six. There's no there's no state of that. No, I know, but you can still save face though. Like you got you got people going to these games, they're invested. Reasonable. It's logical. Yeah. I don't like, think well. I think this is the season that they're just giving this guy a chance. Or it should, like, give discounts to the season ticket holders. And he did look pretty good as their backup. Yeah. So, worst case scenario, they got Andy Dalton. They just put him in there. Red Rocket. They give Bryce Young another chance next year. So, the, I, I don't think they're going to move off from Bryce Young. I, I think they put money and invested too much into that pick. And then the way he beat CJ Stroud, who was the other first round pick this year, right? So he had two, yeah. the two first round picks just went out. Yeah. And the freaking guy from Carolina won. So 
No, they won't move off of Bryce Young. They're right. happy with it. They just know you got to go through it. You know, quarterbacks on that first year, you give them the benefit of the doubt. You give them the benefit. Now, you might go to the bench, but they won't move off from him. They'll be there next year. He'll be there. Okay. Sure. They'll build around him. They'll build around him until it, until they know for sure he's not going Right now, he's young. He's, he's not developed. He's learning the playbook on the fly. He's a baby. He looks, yeah, he definitely looks young there compared to those other guys. Oh, my percent. This is just a game where Gardner Minshew is going to be that, you know. Yep. He's got that, that rugged quarterback style, you know, and he, yep. he'll get it. Open shot, Colts. Low scoring game, but open shot. To the 325 kickoff is the New York Giants versus the Las Vegas Raiders. The Giants are two and six on the season. The Raiders are three and five. Kim, the total set at 37 and a half. The Raiders two and a half to win this game on the spread. They, the sports books have the Raiders as the favorite here by two and a half points at home, which is very logical, very reasonable. Good job. They know how to use a calculator. But here's the problem. The Giants are coming on the road. This is a team that's super pissed off. They have uh, everybody on that Giants team wish they could have got traded at the deadline. Yep. They're not gonna. So they gotta go play the Raiders, and guess what? Their Raiders team is embarrassing. Everybody watched that game. Short week. Short week for them after playing the Lions and looking like puke. Jimmy Garoppolo really, really just, it's just not there. It's just not there. Seven touchdowns to nine interceptions on the season. Finally found a quarterback worse than Jordan Love. 1,205 yards passing the ball. And literally, Lions players were just knocking his pass down. He's so short. He was just knocking the, they were just knocking the pass down. Guys were wide open. He was knocking his pass down. The defensive line. Oh, the Giants got the memo. Saquon Barkley hasn't played every game this year, and he's the best running back in this game. 110 carries, 412 yards rushing, and a touchdown. Devontae Adams not happy with the situation. Don't expect anything out of him. No. Flyers disappeared in Detroit. Might reappear here, but disappeared in Detroit. Um, no, the Raiders, uh, I don't believe in this team. Even though they're at home. I feel like this is just a game where the Raiders are 3-5. and five. Their defense is burning themselves out every week. Every week that defense is burning themselves out. And here they are. They're going to be tired. One day less to prepare. And the Giants are coming here. With nothing to lose. No, it's, Both teams have nothing to lose. But the Giants on the road really have nothing to lose. Nope. And this is just one of those weird games that the Giants go in with the, you know, nobody even knows what they're going to throw in at quarterback. I mean, we're, we're all just assuming that, 
you know, Tyron Taylor will be okay. But if he doesn't play, uh, who do you get? Because Tyron Taylor might not be answer anyways. And uh, if Daniel Jones is the guy, I actually like Daniel Jones in that game. You got you got three linebackers from the Raiders that are on injured reserve. Like I said, their defense is burning themselves out every week, and their offense is so dysfunctional. I mean, they they had every opportunity in Detroit to keep up with that team. I mean, it's just embarrassing. I actually like Daniel Jones. If he plays, if not, Tyrod Taylor's questionable, Daniel Jones' questionable. One of them's got to play. <clears throat> then if they get Darren Waller to play against his old team, he's questionable. That'll be that'll be fun to watch because I think he will go get a touchdown. <clears throat> and uh, the Giants will win a low-scoring game. That's right, total 37 and a half. Uh, Giants win that. I like the Giants. Uh, as long as... Hey, as long as like Barkley is wrapped in bubble wrap, I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna be fine. Um, and I want him to do better than what what he's done and everything. Like early, like 110, 412 yards, one touchdown. We're in. Not- no, it's not enough. It's and he has anybody else played every week. I remember doing playing for the Giants with an offensive line that's a little bit just unmatched in this league. They they're undersized and, and the the problem they're having is getting they're not getting a big push. No. They have a chance this week against a Raiders team okay. that's gonna even out. Like even though the Raiders are supposed to be this good defense, it's gonna even out. Like, they're a bit burning them tough though. Yeah. Like, I, I understand, like, for example, Barkley, like, you said, he, you are correct. Like, he hasn't played every week, but, like, you have 110 attempts, and, you, like, the yardage, like, the yardage is super high. Like, it's 412 yards, um, but you only have one touchdown. Like, you play for sixes. That, like, it's, so, I, like, He's you know, stuck, in my opinion. I think he's stuck. I think yeah. he's, picking, he's going to be stuck right with the Giants. I think he knows exactly where he's at. He has no choice but to play. Yeah. An injury plagued his whole career, and he's just going to have to play this game. And, you know, the Raiders aren't going to take it easy on them. So I expect the Giants to actually come out with a game plan, try to execute the game plan. It's going to look okay. up with. Yeah. The either team scores a bunch of points, and I think the Raiders don't show you much. I don't think they show you much. I think the no. whole team's pissed off. Well, like, head coach Josh McDaniels, your starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, like, it's... I don't know. I'm saying Giants. 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 I think Josh McDaniels is not good. I think he's... No, it's, he's, he's a really, like, he's a really good quarterback coach. I loved him in New England really good quarterback coach is he head coach worthy i don't know i don't know it's it just might not be a good fit no i think he's a i think he's a lot of the problem yeah yep so giants 
Uh, uh, taking the Giants, the 325 yeah. game. I like the Giants of that one. Well, I'm in Vegas, so. <laughs> yeah, in Vegas, so it's not a nice stadium. Allegiant Stadium's a nice stadium, you know. So it'll be a fun game for because I think you're going to get a good a good game out of here. Yep. Running back. I think they're just going to feed them. I hope so. You know, I think it's a game where you can beat the Raiders in one way. They're such, they're, they per, over-pursue so much that you can just hit them with a couple screens. Who's known to do that? Saquon Barkley. Yep. Screen pass and runs it for a touchdown. I think this is that type of game. That's how you play this Raiders defense. That's just going to over-pursue. It's loud on that field. They're in an environment where it's, you know, the Raiders have an advantage and home field advantage. I think the Giants have some plays that are really going to burn this team. Yeah. That's my take. So, Warren, you can send there. Oh, yeah. Step to the Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles in America's game. <clears throat> That's what. Well, it's an NFC matchup. NFC East matchup right there. Uh, Eagles are already 7 at 1, running away with the division. Yeah. With the conference. Um, Cowboys are 5 and 2. They've uh, been playing a lot better. Yep. And they're going to come into Philadelphia and they're going to play pretty good. And uh, Philadelphia is a minus three favorite. And they the total is set at 46. <clears throat> 46 is a bad number. 46 is under right now. When you're seeing 46, that's an under. So 46 is an under which means they might get close to that number. So it's not going to be a low-scoring game, but it's not going to hit the 50-point mark. It's not going to hit 47. It's going to be under 40. probably 40 points, 42 points, um, even 44, okay? okay? 45. But it's not going to go, it's not going to, and if it lands on 46, <clears throat> then you have the over, you get your money back. So, but if it lands on 46 and you have the under, you lose. Because you had under 46. If it lands on yeah. 46, that's not under 46. So, uh, you want this to go under 46 because I like the under there. I do think the defenses will keep this in check. But I do think later on in this game, team defenses start to tire out. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Next thing you know, uh, you got a few touchdowns on the board. And I think the biggest thing in this game, which Jalen Hurts, is that he makes mistakes. He makes a lot of mistakes. He's got 13 touchdowns and eight interceptions on the year. Here comes the Cowboys defense that is the, probably the best at uh, getting teams to turn the ball over. And uh, 2,140 passing yards for Jalen Hurts. Uh, believe yeah. me, after this week, he's probably going to add about a buck sixty to that. Okay. He's gonna give him that on there, uh, and then with the running game, believe it or not, the best running back in this game, statistically, is Philadelphia's running back in DeAndre Swift, 117 yeah. carries, 571 yards, and three touchdowns. Remember, the mark of a good running back is a running back that gets over a thousand yards in the season. So AJ Brown 
uh, at receiver, 60 receptions for 939 yards and five touchdowns. Now, here's where the difference is in this game, again, is the Eagles being very thin at, at secondary is going to allow the Cowboys to keep this thing close. Mm-hmm. You can allow them to get down the field, maybe not touchdowns, maybe see a lot of field goals, but that's going to allow them to get in scoring position. It's going to be up to them to score from Dallas. Um, I don't have a lot of confidence in Dallas, but what I will say is that Philadelphia at home is 3-0. They have not lost at home. They've played everybody tough. They played to the level of their opponent in every game. And I they win this game um, with a better offense this year than they had last year. I think they have a better offense this year. I just don't think Jalen Hurts is playing as good as he can. The Eagles will go to another one that we're not seeing yet. And I think with Dallas and Dak Prescott, the one thing they do is they do bring intensity on the road but we've also seen them really drop the ball on the road they really really went on the road and lost themselves and it seems like when everything's in dallas and it's in jerry's world everything's going really good but as soon as they gotta go on the road, as soon as they gotta play a team that's got their stuff together they turn into the team that's like we'll get the next guys so Expect the Cowboys to fade late. Um, I don't... You need more points than three. So I honestly have a no bet on this game. I don't like the three points for the Eagles to cover in case the Cowboys do keep it really close because of the Eagles' lack of scoring. Something of that nature. So I, yeah. I'm the more of this just an under. My favorite thing here is an under 46 total points. Um, but I do like the Eagles to win. The Eagles win this game, and I think that the Cowboys fade away. You know, we start talking about them uh, before they beat somebody else. What do you like there, Kim? Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Um, I love the Eagles. Lincoln Financial Field is always buzzing. Um, and and it is going to be rocking in it. Oh, it is, and it's good. It's a nice day. Like looking at the weather here, gonna be a good day in Philly too. Oh, don't want that. Like sixty-six degrees. Like that's that's what it's supposed to be at game time, and like that's that's a good day for football. You don't want you don't want hot, hot, and especially like in early November. And it's um, like in financial fields, no roof, great great atmosphere um love Jalen Hurts um they yeah, have a better game but I think only about a buck 60 passing in that yeah I don't like I don't think he's like Jalen Hurts like he's a like he's good like he's like this season like over 2,000 yards 13 That's touchdowns yeah like and rolling at what week the eight like we're at week nine yeah like and just so it's like an interception a week <laughs> and like pretty much, pretty much throwing well yeah it's by the like yeah you got eight interceptions but you're like you have 2,000 yards like that's like you're going all the way to like having fun there swift like 117 attempts 500 yards definitely going to make over a thousand this year um, with the rate that he's going, like he's probably gonna get like over a hundred yards at at least in this game. 
Um, I'm like, but Eagles offensive line gets a good push. Yeah, and yeah, like I think the yeah, they have the they have the guys they want. Yeah, also offensive line is a little bit banged up, but they're good. Yeah. They, but they're a little bit banged up on the offensive line. But to see, the Eagles are pretty thin on that secondary, and that's the only thing that would scare me off of like taking a spread bet of yeah. a couple points or more. I would want to do that. I would, just in case the Cowboys do something crazy, you know, you never know. But I think this is a game the Eagles control. Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott, not a great road quarterback. No. They sometimes they bring it, sometimes they fall apart. It's like you don't really know until it happens. Ten touchdowns, five interceptions, a thousand six hundred and thirty-seven uh, passing yards this year on two hundred twenty-one attempts with one hundred fifty-seven completions. So it's not that he's not playing good football. That's not the problem. Um, I think to even. Uh, Tony Pollard with 108 carries, 423 yards, and two touchdowns. I feel like he's underperforming. I feel like he had a good game last week against a Rams team that's morally defeated and just was played like they were morally defeated. I mean, that's the only thing I could really say about that. But this week, the Eagles are a team that has a, a great spirit and the real. And they're undefeated at home. And here come the yeah. Cowboys, who are shaky on the road at best. And uh, C.D. Lamb seems to fade away on the road. Yeah. He seems to fade away. Oh. Um, 46 receptions, 633 yards, and three touchdowns. So he's not he's not having a terrible year. But if you're telling me, like, that one game against the Rams, you're not supposed to look at that. And all of a sudden, it's supposed to be this big believer I'm not into that because when Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb came in the league at the same time I talked both of these guys up they came out right away and showed they had the potential and then they faded away Yeah, they're starting to resurface again so we'll see how it goes but these are guys that have had their opportunities so we'll see how it goes I think with Dallas when they get on the road they're too shaky oh 100% would you like to add anything else to that? Not really. No. Uh, like, That's Eagles. I'm good. Nah. Yeah. I don't want to them up too much. <laughs> Buffalo Bills take on the Cincinnati Bengals Sunday night football. Should be a great game. Yes. Uh, prime time for the Bills. Prime time bang. Uh, really, this is a good game for both these teams. They, they get a good spot. Five and three Bills on the season, four and three Bengals on the season. Yeah. Total instead of 48 and a half, Kim, they think it's going to be a little bit of a high score game here. We're teetering near 50 points. Then the Bengals minus two and a half. They like the Bengals to win. They're, they're giving people some bait with that Buffalo plus two and a half. That's bait. Well, you take the bait. Uh, I don't know because like I want Burroughs to do good <laughs> like he like Burroughs to have a good game I know <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's a toss up because like you're in like you're in the zoo and everything and it's um, it's Sunday night 
home. Bengals are two and one at home. Bills are one and two on the road. They're not a great road team. No. I like flat out. Flat out the yeah. Bengals win. But yeah. I do think that the Bills um, might have the lead going into like halftime. Yeah. It's I, I think that the Bengals when they get home, they're one of those weird teams. Get a little nervous, make a couple mistakes. It's a fumble a snap or two. Yep. Mess a handoff up. And uh the Bills capitalize on that type of stuff. You yep. know. Can't make mistakes against the Bills. And no one puts any respect on their running game. Uh, with James Cook, 102 carries, 486 yards and a touchdown. He's not a big producer at the red zone for scoring touchdowns or anything. No. But they have Josh Allen, who's thrown 17 touchdowns. Not many quarterbacks have thrown 17 touchdowns no. this year. 2,165 passing yards and eight picks. So he's another quarterback that's struggling to. One pick a week. <laughs> yeah, one pick a week. Every week he's thrown one pick. <laughs> Uh, Stephon Diggs, the best receiver in this game, without a doubt, unless uh, you're more of the Jamar Chase type of person. That's respectable. 64 catches, 748 yards, and six touchdowns for Stephon He's a monster. He makes Josh Allen look really good because most of those past yards are from Diggs. Yeah. It's... You know, I have mad respect for Stephon Diggs. Um, I... And he even said, he's like, you know what? I feel really bad for people that have me on their fantasy. And I did really shitty like last week. So I'm really sorry. And I'm going to try better. Like, that was really nice for him to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, but like 748 like, yards, like that's like, that's right on like almost 100 yards a week. Um, and like yeah, 6,000 yards. Want a receiver to get over a thousand? Oh, he's yeah. He'll probably like easy. So he touch back. And so sixty receptions for six hundred fifty-six yards receiving, four touchdown catches, and the guy's a monster. And Joe Burrow starting to recognize this. And uh, if you look at Joe Burrow on the stat sheet, he's got ten touchdown to four interception ratio. Uh, 175 completions off 264 passing attempts, 1,513 yards passing. He's going to be the Joe Burrow we know. That's the Joe Burrow. No, that's what I'm talking about. And I, I said this last week to you when they went and played the 49ers that he's got this team playing inspired football. And I said he he is got this Bengals team playing inspired. The defense looked great. He said they're in the zoo. I, I, I mean, yeah. They seem to get a little nervous at home. I think the defense plays great, though. I think the defense does have a good game. But Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are bound to connect a few times. Yeah. Stephon Diggs a touchdown in this game. He may have the two tight ends in Buffalo that could come across the middle either way. So there's going to be points on the board. Yeah, oh, it's going to be a high scoring game, 100%. Um, is it going to be a good game? Yeah. That'd be your best bet. But if you're feeling brisky, <laughs> I guess the win. Really? 
Yeah, I just like the Bengals to win that game. Well, I, like I know, like the Bengals, they've like especially with Joe Burrow having like such a tough season start. Like, I I get it, but like I I don't know. Like I like I gotta go with the Mafia on this. Like I I love me some Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I'll, we'll see how that turns out because that's gonna yeah. be the game everybody wants to see. Well, that's why it's a Sunday nighter. Everyone's yeah, there. They die game. I mean, yeah. you got some, like Cowboys, Eagles, Bills, Bengals. There's some games that are pretty good. Like Cowboys might go fade to the night, but that's, that game is shaped and shaping up to me. Yeah. It wow. is. Oh. There's a chance that the Buffalo Bills really, really dial up the pressure on Joe Burrow. Yep. They know they've been faulting and then and waning on the road. They're one and two on the road. And they're a well traveled team, right? So I would just you know, if I was to bag goals this week, Joe Mixon running the ball is where you wanna go. Get him involved. If Joe Mixon can run well, that's gonna guarantee the bank will win that game, in my opinion. Right. Anywhere near a hundred yards rushing the ball, it's going to guarantee the Bengals win that game. Yeah. Well, only Sunday will tell. But it will for sure. Sunday night will for sure tell. So yeah. We'll want more because that's a big game for the it is. it is. 100%. Then. The last game, Kim, we got Monday Night Football. Los Angeles Chargers taking on the New York Jets. I don't know why they have to send the guy. This, this is one of those where the schedule gets made. Oh, <laughs> like a year or two ago. And then they, at that point, they thought, oh, this will be good. Yeah. It's. They just they had no time to update it. <laughs> so the Chargers are three and four. Here they come into MetLife Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey, to take on this breaking Jets team that no one can make heads or tails. <laughs> I'm serious, you can't. And the Jets are four or three somehow. <laughs> They've played four games at home. So this is their fifth home game. It's on Monday night. This is a team that's had the benefit of the schedule in their favor. And, and people are going to start recognizing that the Chargers are minus three favorites on the spread. But let's be serious. Their offense is like a college offense out there. Doesn't look good. It's ugly. Justin Herbert is the checkdown master. He's the Drew Brees of the NFL right now as far as checkdowns go. Because that's exactly how Drew Brees got it. 41 and a half is the total can. Chargers are favorited. On the sports book, minus three. It's... They think at least a field goal. They think at least a field goal worth there. <laughs> um, like, the schedule was made, and before Aaron Rodgers got hurt, all this hype, Aaron Rodgers is going to remake the Jets. And then week one happens first play um and then we're stuck yeah. with zach wilson we're stuck with zach wilson and it's uh, like i really wish they could change like 
like if I had the ability, I would rather have like Eagles on Monday Night Football. Well, we're so worried about them going to get that Dobbs guy. <laughs> I don't you know. know. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Like, hold a gun. Like, quarterback or something. Temporary guy. Let's go and grab somebody. Yeah. Hey, I mean, they need to at this point. Um, it's funny I mean, to me. There's a couple quarterbacks sitting around looking to play. <laughs> yep. It's, whatever now. I know. But it's, it's above 500. They find a way to win. That's their identity. Somehow. Yeah. Their identity. <clears throat> Brees Hall's are running back. Yeah. Their defense is good. It holds teams. That's true. Like, they are sixth. I can give them that. Like, they are sixth in the NFL. Yeah. Um, their defense holds teams down. And, they're, like, and I do think they'll hold the Chargers down because of how the yeah. Chargers play. It's ugly. Yes. It's ugly football. Yep. It's a team that gets embarrassed at home. It's a team that can barely scrape by. They did everything they could to let the Bears stick around. It, it yeah. you know, it's it's the thing about the Chargers is that every time they should win, they don't. They don't. Right. Yeah. But here against the Bears, it was like, oh no, a lot of people were actually saying the Bears will win that game. So no, this is a game that everybody said the Chargers will win. I don't believe it. No. I think Zach Wilson against the Chargers defense is perfect because Chargers defense ain't that good. And no. uh, there's their secondary on the Chargers, like the Rams secondary. It's not that good. So I think the Jets actually will keep this game close. Total at 41 and a half. Under. Under that. Uh I wouldn't I wouldn't want to bet on that either no. way. I think your best bet is actually the Jets on the points. Take the yes. Jets. The plus three at home. Wait a little bit more this week. Let them you know, go through the news cycle and pump up the Chargers and, and pick let everybody get their picks on the Chargers and their oh. in their deck for you. And then sneak that in. Maybe you get three and a half or four and a half before kickoff. Now you feel like the Mac Daddy. And <laughs> I think that the Jets win the game. But just in case they don't, they lose by a field goal. You have three and a half, four points, even four and a half. So it ends up landing there. Depending on how the wheel spins, yeah, we'll see. I just think that the Jets can win that game. They're my pick for that game, yes, because uh, they just hold teams down at home. They keep it close at home, and they've shown you that their defense is good. We have enough of a sample size now to see. You have seven games worth of seeing their defense to know that, and that's what you really need to make an accurate pick. You need a sample size. You know, proper sample size of a team. So when you get that with the Jets, I get that's how I'm making my prediction. New York Jets win. They beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers, they're a team that they still look bad to me with Austin Eckler, with everything going on. The receivers are stepping up. They have injury after injury. What do you see in that game, Ken? I, I hate to say it, I like I'm gonna go with the Jets this week. Um, also, like, they're it like yeah, Jets have a really good defense. For some odd reason, I have this like 
feeling that it's gonna be a field goal like it's gonna be a field goal game that's what it's gonna be think it's a field goal game yeah that, that is, is small that's actually like, I, uh, yeah like could exact the chargers have a good kicker they do like they have a really like, they have a really good kicker um and it's well exactly and that's how it's going to be a field goal game if they can get it down yeah. to where like you're at the 30 yard line perfect field goal like let's play and oh, this was a battle of the kickers oh 100 percent. it's how that went last week right jets giants who won the battle of the kickers this is battle of the this is the jets yeah it's gonna be like that i was dying laughing with that dick or the kicker that was the funniest thing ever. yeah dick or the yeah. kicker versus Panero, uh mr double doing oh double doing's gonna get him he's coming for vengeance yeah he's not laying down to that guy dick or the kicker hell no jets win low score game similar to Love. oh yeah that's like uh jets score how many field goals they kick five field goals yeah 15 uh like 15 to 9. perfect we might get a scorigami do you know what scorigami is <laughs> no what's a score okay scorigami is when a team scores uh a, a game ends in a final score that's never happened before in the nfl in all of the years so there was a scorigami last week the 13 what was a scorigami no team in the history of the NFL Super Bowl era ever uh, ended a game 43-20 to 20 until Sunday when the Cowboys yeah. was a scorigami. So 15-9 is going to be a scorigami? Oh, yeah, they'd have to look it up, but they'll say it on NFL Red Zone. So everybody, yeah. make sure you're watching NFL Red Zone because they'll be a lot of scorigami. <laughs> It's pretty cool. It's, it's like the only sport I know to have like been able to come up with something cool like that. Hundred <laughs> percent, always. We got Jets. Sunday, like Monday Night Football. Oh, they're gonna win that. They got the Packers. Green. Oh. I can get behind that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can get behind that for a week. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I still think. Prefer a night. Should move their stadium. Yeah. 